Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, August the 5th, 2022. As always, I give God thanks for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected to you and I for such a time as this. Truly, it is indeed an honor and a blessing to pray with you and for you whenever you find the time to listen. As I say all the time, normally 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., if you don't hear me get on, know that there's something that has interrupted uh, my time with you. And so keep me in prayer. Thank you for um, everyone who has been praying for my father. He does get to um, go home on Monday. Uh, he's been pretty much in and out of the hospital and rehab since March. So um, God has kept him. He's going home on Monday. And then I ask that you would just continue to keep him in prayer um, that he would be fully restored physically, that God would physically fully restore his body and that God would give strength to, of course, his wife, my mother, as she, you know, helps to cultivate um, his healing, you know, um, and so let's talk about that for a minute, right? Cultivating healing. Because I think that as we talk about um, life, as we talk about the things that we go through in life, whether it be physical sickness, men or mental health, mental illness, uh, emotional health, right? How do you cultivate someone's healing right and 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 again it there there's definitely something spiritual to this and so you know on friday we do things a little bit differently and we don't um i try to leave you with an encouraging word or something that you can take with you as an educator one of the things that uh really took the folks by storm, excuse me, really took the folks by storm was um, this author's book, Goldie, Goldie Muhammad's book. And in her book, she talked about cultivating genius, right? When you cultivate anything, you know, it is to, you recognize, first of all, that it's already there, right? When you cultivate something, you recognize that it is already there. That, that's the first, I think, thing that we have to realize. To cultivate something means that it's already there. It means that you are um, developing it, right? It means that you are um, nurturing it, that you are, you know, um, encouraging it. That's what it means to cultivate, right? But it's already there, right? If I am encouraging you, I am encouraging you in the fact that it is already there, right? So we know that when we cultivate healing, that means that we believe through the word of God, the healing is already his, right? 
So when we cultivate someone who, because we know the word of God, because we know God's word says that, you know, he, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the, tra- the chastisement of our peace was upon him and through his stripes we are healed. That means the declaration has been made. The declaration has been made for us, for those connected to us. Through his stripes, we are healed. It's a done deal. The word of God says that it is. But that healing, right? How do we cultivate that healing? How do we encourage the healing? How do we make sure that in that we are doing our part? That we are doing our part, that we are pursuing, that we are in pursuit of the healing, that we are nurturing the healing of those who are around us. Now, if it's physical healing, how do we cultivate that healing? Number one, we have to encourage people. We have to confess the word of God, right? If they need physical therapy, we have to ensure that they get to physical therapy. If that a couple of times a week or a couple of times a month is not enough, then guess what? Then we have to be that in-between person, right? We have to speak life into what appears to be dead. If it's mental health or emotional healing, right? The word of God tells us not to be conformed by this world, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The word of God tells us to think on things that are above and not beneath. That means that we can't look at our current situation, but we have to look at what God tells us about our situation. And even when our situation seems dire, or even when it doesn't look like um, the things that we expect are going to work out in our favor, we have to settle in the fact that all things work together for the good. We have to settle the matter and that all things work together for the good. We have to settle the matter that when we pray, God hears us. I am confident of that. I am confident of that. Have I gotten everything that I've prayed for? Not yet. Will I get everything I prayed for? If it be the will of God, then yes, I will. If it be the will of God, if it be the will of God, according to his perfect will, yes, I will. But we know that God also has a permissive will. But yet, I know that even if I don't get everything that I want, all things are working out for my good. And I'll understand by and by. That's how I cultivate emotional distress. That's how I cultivate the word of God cultivates your healing. Because your healing is a gift. When God said it, the Bible says all of his promises are yes and amen. All of his promises are yes and amen. You know, for my um, mortgage payment, I received uh, an escrow check, right? That said I had overpaid. Now, I don't like the way my mortgage company does this. But anyway, 
they would rather raise my mortgage than to take that money to offset the cost of it. I can't stand that, but that's that's what they like to do. But here's the thing. When they sent me that check, they said you have 90 days to cash it. You have 90 days to cash it. I had to be, right, intentional about cashing that check or I would have, first of all, it was mine to begin with. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. You have to remember the healing, the healing for you, the healing for your children, the healing for, you know, those connected to you that you pray for, that you uh, intercede for, the healing is already yours to begin with according to the word of God. See, that $400, it was already mine. I had already paid it. Huh? Jesus has already paid for your healing through his stripes. Hallelujah, through his stripes, we are healed. Thank you, Jesus. Through his stripes, we are healed. Meaning, it's, it's already paid for. It's already paid for. But very similar to that, when it came to my money, already mine, already paid for, I had to cash it in. I had to do something with it. So even though healing is ours, healing, huh, what does the Bible say? Healing is like the children's bread. Hallelujah. It's already, it's already for our children. It's already for our parents. It's already for those connected to us. But we've got to do something with it. It makes no sense if you get out of the hospital and the doctor says you got to do physical therapy and you don't do it. God has already, he's already said healing is yours according to Isaiah 53 and 5. He already said through his stripes you are healed. But we got to do something with it. We've got to cultivate everything that God has said was ours. Our gifts. The gifts of the spirit that get the prophecy. Intercession. The Bible talks about the gift of healing. You've got to cultivate that gift. It's like anything else. If you don't use it, you will lose it. If you don't encourage it, if you don't pursue it, if you don't claim it, you run the risk of losing it. Now, God is God. He can do whatever he wants to do. But even in the Bible, they were in pursuit of Jesus. <laughs> they were in pursuit because why? They knew he could heal them. They knew the woman with the issue of blood. He stopped and said, who touched me? Because the virtue, the healing had went out of his body. Oh, but she could touch the hem of his garment. She knew he would be healed. She was in pursuit. We have to know that healing is ours. And I don't, I'm on healing because a lot of times 
emotionally we're messed up. That's why we see a lot of what we see in this world. The anger. People are not emotionally stable. You know, people want to blame it on COVID. I blame it on the fact that we think we can do everything on our own. And COVID showed us we are not in control. (laughs) How about that? COVID showed us we are not in control. It's still showing us we are not in control. That's why people are still catching COVID. That's why we still need booster shots. We are not in control. God is in control. (laughs) He is the God of the universe. We seeing monkeypox now. We're not in control. We only think we are. That's a delusion. It's a delusion. We are not in control. God is in control. And yet, we have a responsibility to cultivate. To cultivate the things that he has promised. It's the word of God says all of his promises are yes and amen. But we, you and I, my brother, my sister, we have a responsibility to cultivate, to grow, to pursue the things of God, to learn about the Father, to seek Him in everything that we do, to follow His way, His will. And if we don't know it, to to, to sit in it until we get some clarity, until we get some direction. We move too fast. We move too fast. Can I tell you, slow down. (laughs) Slow down. This world's going to be here. Slow down. That problem's going to, if it's a problem, that problem's going to be here. Cultivate your gift. Cultivate your healing. Don't let that situation take over your thoughts. Don't let that situation take over your mind. Do what you need to do. If you need to go see a therapist, go see a therapist. If you need a trusted confidant, then go get you a trusted confidant. But don't you dare sit on what God has given you. Don't you dare sit on what he has promised you. Cultivate your gift. Cultivate your healing. Oh God, he said we are healed. We are healed. He already prayed the price. Love you all. Have an awesome, awesome Friday. Be blessed. Bye-bye.